0: How are you? Welcome to the show. This is the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast, and I am your hostess with the mostest, Lisa Page. Before we get into this uh, episode, that, wow, I mean, it was really heavily requested last week when we talked about this uh, particular subject, but I want to tell you about Bill Barr. You know, I love these. Freaking bars, these protein bars with 110 calories, 15 grams of protein to rebuild your muscles. Right now, you will get six free strawberry chocolate bars with every two or more full boxes that you purchase. It's super easy. You just jump on their site, builtbar.com, and enter my name Lisa for a little discount. And no, you can't buy these bars in stores. They are only available through builtbar.com. I have been hooked on these bars since April. I personally think that they are the best and they taste the best. When they're refrigerated, uh, my kids won't stop taking bars. You know, I'm gonna have to do something about that. I have cliff bars for them. They're not interested. They want my built bars. So check them out. I mean, a million, trillion different kinds of flavors and leave it to the built bar team. They're always coming out with something new as I wink through the microphone. Again, builtbar.com, Lisa at checkout. All right, let's talk about anxiety, shall we? This is. Podcast episode number six. Before we dive in, if you hear tractors and trailers and lawnmowers in the background, it's because of McMansion next door. If you follow me on Instagram, you know all about McMansion. This house is a new build and uh, we have been dealing with this for the last year. We're in the home stretch. Right now, they're lying down like, um, I don't even know, three truckfuls of sod. So there's just a lot of annoying noises happening. So it's very ideal to record a podcast at this moment right now during the day while they're doing all that. Construction or not, we've got to talk about anxiety here. This subject hit a sweet spot. And uh, like I said on Instagram last week, I don't think I've ever, well, maybe with the exception of back in December when I had that breast cancer scare, I mean, it really screwed my entire month up, let me tell you. Christmas is the best time of the year for me, but this past year it sucked. It sucked. But when I did talk about my scare and you know the biopsy and coming back for a diagnostic biopsy and all of it, I, I did get a lot of response uh, from you going through the same thing. That's why I just love. I love social media for these reasons alone. Speaking of being alone, if you feel like you are alone in any. Uh, stage or season in your life, you take it to social media and you talk about it and you will always get somebody that will respond that is going through something similar to what you're going through. And so I really, really felt, I felt the the love back in December. I was reassured. I really I calmed down after a while, after reading so many messages from you about the experience that you went through, um, regarding, you know, just a lump in your breast and it scared you and you had to go back for a second checkup. So, uh, you know, this was sort of the same way with when I talked about anxiety last week. And so let me rewind and begin with the earlier years before kids. I traveled a lot before we had kids. My only concern back then were my two dogs. We still have Miles. We lost our sweet Phoebe a couple of years ago, but uh, they're pugs. And uh, like when we would go away, my only concern were our dogs, you know, getting our dog sitters over and making sure that they were walked, making sure that they were fed. They were my babies, you know? And so that was really my only concern. I never really experienced This uh level of anxiety until after I had kids and really just most recently in the last couple of years. Um so I wanted to start off with that by telling you that it hasn't always been this way. I I got a few messages after the whole anxiety topic last week from a few of you asking, like, if I was if I'm so anxious, like, did we go away on our honeymoon? We did, and that was fine. Um, I am not opposed to taking like day trips. I, I don't really even necessarily hate going away for a night or two. It's just long vacations make me feel uh, just very stressed and unsettled. And I think it's because I have to always be in control of the situation. I have to be in control of my day and my plans and our routines. And when I don't have that control, I get a pit in my stomach. I know this sounds crazy, but It's not crazy for those of you who are in the same boat as I am. I was really surprised to read so many messages from women saying, I don't even like going out of my house. I don't even like getting out of my pajamas. I'm not that extreme. I'm not to that level. Um, A lot of you said, "I, I take a low dose prescription to help take the edge off. I fully support that. I don't think I'm at the point now where I need a script, but I'm not opposed to it. I mean, if it gets out of control, I am 1000% okay with going to my doctor and saying, listen, I cannot deal with this. I am just always on edge and I need something to calm me the down. What brought this whole topic of anxiety up was last week when I was talking about on stories on Instagram, how Stu wants to take the kids down to our house in North Carolina, which by the way, I have never been to yet. He's been there a couple of times, but he wanted to uh, take the kids and meet my mother-in-law down there. She would be driving up from Savannah and just have a nice weekend, like Friday to Monday, have a nice weekend at this house. And when he brought that up to me, I did not like jump at the idea. Now, let me preface this by saying when he brought this up to me, my immediate thought was, oh, my gosh, if they go, I get to stay home by myself. I've never stayed home by myself. And that is the truth. I, in eight years, I've never been home by myself in my house, in this house here in Texas. I have never been here on my own without kids or a husband, ever. So. I'm sorry, but my thoughts were overtaken by just the luxuriousness of being on my own schedule and doing whatever the hell I wanted to do from Friday to Monday night. I'm not even going to lie about it. That's what I thought of. And then of course, there's the travel situation. Then there's the stress of like booking the dog somewhere, packing everybody, working ahead. Will there be an orange theory within, you know, driving distance? Seriously, all this stupid stuff that shouldn't make a difference makes a difference to me. It really does. So I opted to stay behind. And of course, my husband was fine with it. Stu said, I knew you were going to say no. I knew it. I wanted to ask you because I don't want to ever ever make you feel like I'm not including you, but I did have a feeling that you were going to not want to come. Uh, again, another tier to this story is that this will be the second time that Stu's done something with just him and his mom and the kids. And I like that tradition. Honest to God, I really like that tradition of my mother-in-law having that time with my kids and her son without me. Because again, I'm a control freak. She probably senses that. She's probably just like, I'm happy that Lisa's not coming. But seriously, you know, my dad and my stepmom come down to Texas a couple times a year. And I love that for my kids. When my mom comes to visit, I love that my kids are able to spend one-on-one time with just my mom and just my dad and just my stepmom. And all of these moments and experiences that my children are having with my parents and my mother-in-law, I think some of their best memories will be made with them. I want to read you a few messages that I got from people who our virtual friends on Instagram and reached out to me once they heard my whole story about just like the whole travel thing. I I don't like doing it. I just don't like doing it. And, uh, I have one here that says, I hate traveling, the packing, the worrying about the kids adjusting to a new place and keeping the same routine. Then worrying if my house is okay. If our 11 year old lab is okay, because he now hates being boarded. Then we finally get home and it's getting everybody back into a routine again. Just give me day trips and let me be home in my own bed. Hmm. Does that sound familiar? because it does to me, I got a bunch of messages from some of you asking what exactly my routine is. So I will give you two versions, my summer version and my school year version. Since the kids have been out, May 25th, but who's counting? Since they've been out, this is kind of how my days have been going. Um, again, this depends on camp schedules because some of the camps have started later than others. But on a typical weekday uh, schedule for me in the summer, I get up around five or five thirty and I will go into the kitchen. The first thing I do is turn on the TV and I watch the local news for a minute, see just like what the headlines are while that's happening. I've got my K-cup in my Keurig. It's brewing me some coffee. And while the coffee's brewing and the TV's on, I go back to the laundry room. I let my dogs out. Um, Of course, give them kisses. And then I go back into the kitchen, get my coffee, watch some news for a little bit longer. And then I come into my studio. So around this time, it's about 6 or 6.15. I turn on all my monitors, my computers, my devices. I take a few minutes to kind of just go through what's happening in pop culture, you know, whatever, what what Kim Kardashian is doing, like who did she offend this time or whatever. Gather my thoughts and I just dive right in. I try and do as much as I can before the kids get up and that includes recording station liners for the stations that I'm on, a lot of stations like updated stuff. Uh, I'll start my radio show uh, while I'm doing this if I'm getting ideas for different podcasts or just topics in general for the radio show, kind of jotting all that stuff down. I don't have a producer. I don't have a producer that's prepping my show like other syndicated shows have. I'm doing it all. I'm answering your DMs. I'm answering emails. I'm just trying to get what I got to get done before my kids get up. By the way, the rule for the summer has been do not come out of your rooms before 8 a.m. And they have really stuck to it. So I know once I get in my studio, if it's 6 o'clock, I have a good solid two hours to knock a lot of shit out. And I can get a lot done. Once the kids get up, I get them breakfast. I pack their lunches. Sometimes I'll pack their lunches the night before. uh, And then... I would say on average, most camps this summer start at nine o'clock. So you know they'll have breakfast, they'll change, and then we are in the car by. You know, depending, usually I try and shoot for eight forty-five. I would say more like eight fifty-five. I mean, we have not been on time a whole lot this summer, but it's fine. It's the summer, and that's what happens. So then I will get them to their camps, and from there I usually will go straight to a workout. Um, because I have found that if I don't go straight to Orange Theory right after I drop them off, I come home and I dilly-dally and um, you know, it's 10 o'clock and then all of a sudden it's 3 o'clock and I got to go get my kids. I haven't done anything. So I go and try and knock out my workout because that is a priority to me. And this is one of those things where like if it gets knocked off my schedule, I will lose my shit. Like I will lose my mind. So I try and get that workout in. As soon as I'm done with my workout, I usually go to the grocery store, one of about 67 during the week. And then I come home and I take a shower and I get ready. And then I wrap up what I was doing from the morning. Um, I'll finish recording my radio show. I'll do what other liners I need to do. Some stuff comes down the pipes like while I'm out. So I'll have some more things to get to. And then a lot of it I can do once the kids go to bed. So the great thing about my job is it is very customizable to how my days go. But that is why it is so important to me that my days kind of flow and there is some structure to them. Once I get my kids from whatever camp, we usually will do a play date with one of my friends and their kids or we'll come home, they'll go in the pool or, you know, they have activities, gymnastics, Zach's been like bogged down with baseball this summer, you know, like, so once I get the kids, I'm kind of go, go, go until they go to bed. So the afternoons are a little bit more loosey-goosey for me. I'm not as crazy. I feel like as long as I get my workout in and I can get a bulk of the work done I need to get done in the morning, I'm okay with like things kind of going off schedule a little bit. I use that term loosely, just a little bit in the afternoons. Once school starts, obviously the morning recordings aren't going to happen anymore because we have to be out of the house by 7.15-ish. So I rearrange my mornings for like, I get up, I have coffee, I have breakfast by myself really quick, usually a perfect bar. And then the kids are getting up during the school year around 6, 15, 6.30. They come down, they get dressed. We have breakfast and yeah, we're out the door by 7.15, 7.30. I will drop them off around 7.45 or 8 and then I will go work out at 8.30 and then I'll come home and that's when I pick up all of my work. I, you know, start going through the headlines, I'm going through DMs, I am watching the news, I'm seeing what's trending, I'm taking ideas, I'm, whatever I'm thinking about out loud, I will put down on paper or if I'm in my car, I'll put it in my voice memo notes and then come down and put it back on paper. And that's how my day starts and I sort of just will work right through the morning until I'm wrapped up with most of it. And then I get my kids around 315. And we usually will hang at the playground with my mom friends and their kids after school or, you know, the school activities. This fall, Zach's doing flag football and baseball and Ainsley's doing cheerleading and hip hop dance class, which I can't wait for. Like, could I please enroll with her? I would 100% do that with her. So yeah, I mean, right when the school year starts, we're off and running, but that is generally how my days go. On the weekends, I'm not as crazy. As a matter of fact, I love when weekends pop up and we have nothing going on. I love those types of weekends. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen anytime soon because, you know, how it goes with sports, everything takes up your weekends. It's just something that I have to accept. But a lot of my anxiety I think really just stems from scheduling and workouts. I don't even know if I mentioned that last week on Instagram. Uh, It is like crazy top priority for me to get my workout in. And some may think that's a little psychotic, but I don't really care. I've always been into working out. I mean, I went through a few years of just hardcore running and that was a big thing for me before work. I mean, thinking back to when I would commute into New York City, there were mornings I would get up at like five o'clock and run four and five miles and come home, get ready and take the the train, the 748 train into New York. Working out is not anything new. I've been doing this for 10 years. It is like my passion. It's what I love. It's my therapy. I have to do it. I have to do it. And uh, so that is part of the reason why I'm really... Nazi about keeping things in check and making sure that no matter what, I am going to work out. So uh, yeah, anxiety for me is something that it's not, I wouldn't say it's a huge struggle where I'm at the point that I need to talk to a therapist or anything, um, but I just like what I like. And my husband knows that. And thankfully he's like the best ever and supports and, and everything. And, you know, I, I, maybe there will be a day where I can get to a mind space that will be a little bit more chill about things and I can relax. I mean, I do want to relax. I do want to be that mom that allows, you know, my kids to have three and four friends over at a time and not care, but I'm not that mom. I have friends that have, you know, my kids over and two other of my friend's kids over and we're all there and they don't care. And I really envy those personality traits about these certain friends that can just let go and let loose and they are cool with it. I can't, I'm too uptight like that. I'm too uptight. So, uh, yeah, that's sort of my whole thing with anxiety. I'm so happy that we were able to talk about it because I really still am getting messages from people that can relate, I did create a whole tab on my Instagram profile of the topic. So if you missed any of the discussion, the initial discussion, then go back and re-watch. But it was really my friend Nicole that had said last week, you got to talk about this on your podcast. You have to talk about how you don't like traveling but your husband travels and you're okay with it, which is a whole nother topic in and of itself. Stu travels a lot. I mean, he does. He travels a lot. And I have never, especially when it comes to guys trips, I've never told him, you can't go. But last September, originally I was invited to go to our friend Chris's 40th birthday party. Like he's having a big birthday bash in France. And I wasn't interested. My husband went and that was fine. Go have fun. I got a Louis Vuitton out of it. It was great. But that did not interest me and I love Chris. He's one of our best friends. However, the thought of being on a plane that long freaks me out. I tell Stu all the time if we were to ever go to Hawaii, this is a stretch for me. We'd have to fly to LA and stay a couple nights in LA and then go to Hawaii. I could never do a long flight like that. But yeah, Stu went to to France and had a great time with some of his best friends for like 8 or 9 days. Another reason why I was totally okay with him going to France was because the kids were back in school. It was last September. So I knew my schedule was clear. They were in school. I didn't have to worry about any, any long summer days, trying to figure out what to do with them. So that made my decision even easier (laughs) to let Stu go, whatever, go. Just a few weeks ago, Stu took a week off and went to Nantucket with his friends. Had a great time. Did I care? Not at all. I did I miss him? Not really. No, of course I missed him. But I mean, you know, this is just what it is. We have been married for almost, I think like what, 17 years. We've been together for almost 21, 21 years total, and uh, we have like such an awesome marriage. It's solid, and this seems to be one of those situations that works for us. You know, my husband, he encourages me all the time to do girls weekends and go away. And I just don't want to. It's not that I don't want to spend time with my girlfriends. I just really don't want to leave my house. I'm not to the point where, like I told you earlier in the podcast, I don't want to get out of my bed and I don't want to, like I'm one of, I'm very independent in that way too, where I love going to the mall by myself. I'd rather go to the mall by myself. I'll go to a movie by myself. I will go out to lunch by myself. I don't have a problem hanging out with myself. I like me. I just am not, crazy about vacationing and traveling because it just the whole idea of losing control of the day-to-day things scares me I guess it just scares me so that's sort of my story I cannot believe this podcast is going on almost 20 minutes who thought that I could speak for this long uninterrupted but I hope that by me talking about my situation it helps you and you know that you're not alone in feeling the way that you feel. Again, I appreciate all of the stories that you have shared with me over the last week and keep them coming. I appreciate you listening. If you wouldn't mind just taking a couple of minutes of your time to review and rate and share this podcast, especially if you have a girlfriend or you know somebody in your life that's struggling with just anxiety in general, you may want to share this. I'm just saying. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you tonight on my radio show, Pop Crush Nights, and I will talk to you back here next week for another fun-filled episode of Lisa Page Made Me Do It.